Hello guys, welcome back to the podcast. I'm so fucking excited for today's episode. Today we are joined by Jen from The Uncensored CEO. You guys might have seen her name pop up on my stories a few times. Um, I was actually a guest on her podcast a few weeks back and that was just so much fun. So of course I had to bring her on to this podcast and introduce her to you guys. So Jen is a luxury business marketing and sales coach and she is just a fucking powerhouse of a woman and she just has so much wisdom and insight to share so I'm really excited for this conversation so welcome to the Profitable Purpose podcast I would love if you could just start with introducing yourself and telling us about your business story like why and when you started the journey and where you are now like give us like all of it because I know you've done like quite a few different things so I want to hear like the whole story yeah okay so um my name is jen and i'm uncensored ceo on instagram i am a business marketing and sales coach with like a love for online entrepreneurs and my story starts with um i was a restaurant server so and i was a restaurant server for a long time and um my fiance and i would go backpacking uh southeast asia often and we were like doing it rugged, like, um, backpacking and just like living like, uh, locals. And that was so fun. And I just dreamed so badly to have a business online and, um, travel remotely work from like Bali from my laptop. And so I always wanted an online business and I just thought it was so hard and I didn't have I didn't have the skills. Like I, like, I think we talked about this before I started, I tried um, drop shipping. I tried, um, print on demand, like literally everything, but I had no idea what I was doing. And I never even thought to like take a course. <laughs> so, uh, so I was like, I kind of gave up on that. And then um, in 2020, when quarantine happened, like everyone started their business then, but I um, decided to pursue photography because I am a really creative person. And um, I also wanted to be a model. So I, I really wanted to be a model, but I didn't have the confidence. So I decided, okay, I'll just be the person behind the camera then. And so I finally jumped in and started my first my like first actual business of taking pictures. And I specialized in actually in business content. And I really love beauty entrepreneurs. Um, I almost made the jump to do beauty school, but then decided not to because I actually don't know if I want to touch people's faces. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> I'm not really a hands-on kind of person like that. So I decided to serve them in a different way and I would um, do their content for them. And so I loved that so much. And then I, but I was still missing my online business. So I decided to become a virtual assistant and I finally was like, okay, I'm ready. I'm going to make this happen. Um, actually, the way that it happened was that my friend asked her asked me to manage her Instagram and she had a salon. And so that kind of spurred everything. And then I finally was like, this is my big break. And it was like $100, $200 a month, you know, and I was just like so amazed. <laughs> and I finally took my first Instagram course and I learned all these things about um, social media marketing. And I started my social media managing business. And it was like, at first it was like my dream. I was so excited, um, but I was taking on anyone and that my prices were so low and I got super burnt out um, because I didn't like, I didn't even, I didn't like my clients either. Cause you know, when you're just like picking everyone that yeah. you can. 
So uh, that really didn't, that ended up not working out. And I finally like got the courage to like close that down. And then I went on a journey of like finding what I wanted to do. And then I, I finally gained the confidence to start modeling and I signed with a modeling agency. I went to Miami Swim Week for the first time and I walked in a show. And I'm like really short, by the way. So like <laughs> I'm not supposed to walk in shows. <laughs> uh, and so, yeah, I, I had this year of finding myself, finding my confidence. And through modeling, it really, really helped me. And then I, again, I leveled up again of finding my confidence to do business coaching because I had always loved that. I always loved talking to my entrepreneur friends and telling them, like, you should make an online product. Like, I would tell everyone that and they would be like, you're crazy. I'm not doing that. <laughs> but um, I finally took the leap. And I hired my first coach and I just literally um, in January, I launched my coaching business and it has taken off and I am so in love with it. I have fun every single day with my business. Amazing. I didn't realize that it you only started like in January. I don't even remember like when we first sort of connected, but yeah, that's crazy. I thought you'd been doing this for like a lot longer. That is that is such a compliment. And honestly, like everyone kind of is that way. But that is like the power of branding and the power of like, mm -hmm. you know, I already knew those social media like skills, like I already knew how to do all those things. I just had to align it to me. And so I love that nobody can guess that. <laughs> yeah, I would love to know what would you say have been the biggest challenges you've had to overcome during your business journey? My biggest challenges always came up when I was met with like, I was not aligned in what I was doing. I was doing something that I thought I had to, or I was following rules, or I thought like, you have this great thing. Why would you give it up? Like, that'd be stupid. And so I would put myself in situations that I, I ended up hating. Like I ended up hating social media managing. And um, each each time it was like, I was I had to break out of my shell and move on to my next level and that was stepping into more being more authentically myself. So I would say this last time was really transformational um late last year when I decided to do business coaching because I I didn't know what I was doing with my business and I was like I I, I I did modeling and I really loved like sexy bikini boudoir. Like I love that lingerie stuff. And, but I felt like it was so taboo. So I was so nervous to even do that. So when it came to my business, I was like, I really like, I would love to do even like a branding shoot with like sexy um, suit and everything and like make it so me. And I was so afraid to be myself. I, um, I also cuss a lot. And so I uh, I watched um, my favorite coach. She had a podcast and she explained that she was she started cussing online because that's how she is in person and she wants to be the same person. And that really inspired me. So I, you know, I, I had all this evidence around me of other people doing what I wanted to do. And I finally had to shed that layer and be like, okay, like I have to stop hiding because I'm never going to be happy. I'm never going to have the business of my dreams if I 
keep staying in this bubble. That kind of leads into one of my other questions. Like I've always loved your branding. Like it's an incredible balance of like sexy and professional. How would you define professionalism and how, like, did you ever feel worried about incorporating more of your sexy feminine side into your branding and how that might be perceived or projected upon by like your family or people in online space? Yeah, I was super, I was super worried. So like when I had my social media managing business, I was like fully clothed and like smiling and happy and like pink and green. (laughs) I don't own a single thing pink. Like I don't even wear pink. So, so I was like, okay, I want to be myself. I want to like be authentic. And, um, I was so worried about what my family, like my, more of my fiance's family (laughs) would think about me Mm. and um I thought people like though they wouldn't hire me if I was actually myself if I actually cussed if I actually showed people who I really was they wouldn't want to work with me and so what happened was like I was a totally different person than I was um online than I was on in real life so I feel like I would meet people and they would be like side blinded because I was raw and like blunt and so (laughs) (laughs) I finally decided though that like I'm just gonna be my sexy like um, uncensored self and I knew that was gonna attract my soulmate clients I knew I finally put the pieces together that this was going this was exactly what I needed to bring in only people that I wanted into my world that wanted to pay me that I wanted to work with it wasn't just who was gonna pay me money it was gonna be who am I gonna have fun working with Mm. Yeah, that was something that I noticed in my business as well. Like for the first probably two and a half to three years, I was very, I wouldn't say like very professional, but the best way I could describe it is just like very fucking bland and just like very scared to be, yeah, like to swear or to be myself and everything in business felt very like, I wouldn't say hard, but just like not as fun as it could be and then I started to like you know talk more of my stories and I would be swearing and just being more of myself and to be fair like around when I first started doing that a lot of it was me complaining and like calling out like shit in the industry that I didn't like and be like this is shit this is fucked like and like I don't do that anymore but it was me doing that that made my training blow up and because I always ask like my clients and uh, my students and things like that like why did you choose me over all of the other training providers as well and like without fail every single one has always said like I just love how like raw and real you are online and like you swear and you're not trying to put on this persona and like now I'm meeting you in person you're the exact same person and I just feel like so comfortable so I think that's yeah, I think that's really important for um like business success if you want it to feel really good as well. I think for me, um, yeah, I've I've definitely overcome that part of being myself online, but I really do want to transition my branding to like a little bit more sexy. But I'm like, my dad follows me. <laughs> I'm like oh. It's funny. I, I thankfully already got over that hump because like I wear a lot more clothes on my business Instagram than my modeling Instagram. So (laughs) I already got past that one. (laughs) 
But it's like, it's like if someone doesn't like it, if they're offended, like they don't have to, they don't have to look like there's the internet, the social media is so wide. There's so many people just, just what you like, you can find your, your flavor out there. But, um, I, I just hate when we went, like what happens, like when we overthink our content and everything is we're putting it through a filter and we're like, are people going to like this? Are people going to be okay with this? And that's when making content and your business feels hard is that you're like, oh, let me check in with everyone else first. And it's just like, that's no way to run your dream business. Yeah, I agree. So on the topic of branding, I guess, so you specialize in luxury branding and sales. How do you define luxury branding and why do you think it's so important for business success? I love luxury branding so much because I will first of all, I, I just love the rich bitch like vibes and that mm-hmm. that luxury stuff. But what's funny is that luxury branding actually isn't doesn't just mean expensive. Um, it means high quality. It means rare. It means highly sought after. It means very, very unique. And they know who the fuck they are and what they bring to the table. And you can take it or leave it. And that is why I love luxury branding. I also... I feel like it plays into your business success because when you embody a luxury brand, you're you're having to step into this higher version of yourself that you know your values, you know what makes you unique and you know how to communicate that to the world and and that is what magnetizes people to you. A luxury brand is just very unique. And that's what we can all have. But like when it comes to marketing as well, um, when we are confident, we're able to price ourselves higher. We're able to stick to our guns. We're able to have boundaries, you know, uh, have limited spots that sell out. And when you use luxury branding, luxury marketing, you're able to make more money in less time, serve um, less people, make more money. Like the business model is just so um, it really serves you a like a freedom filled life if you take that route Mm, I love that answer I would love to know as obviously a business owner yourself and like a business coach so you get sort of an inside look into people's businesses and how they run their businesses what do you believe are the most important character traits needed in entrepreneurship the most important character traits I feel like you need in entrepreneurship are two main things confidence and self-trust absolutely need confidence to be able to do anything but do it well um your energy is felt through everything that you do your your aura your energy introduces you before you step in the room and if you have confidence people will feel that and they will be magnetized to you and you will when you embody confidence you're able to keep going you're able to despite um evidence around you that things isn't aren't going to work. This kind of leads into self-trust too, but knowing that you have something that is amazing, you have a gift and you need to share it with the world and you have confidence to do that is so powerful. Having self-trust, um, being able to bet on yourself, being able to trust yourself. Like when you make an investment, I trust myself to get what I need out of this, or I trust myself to do the work on the topic of confidence and self-trust for me personally I believe that would lead into or like fall under personal development I'd love to know what personal development work you believe is required to build a business that is both 
financially successful and feels really fun to run. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Personal development is so, so important when you're building a business. But I think for me, when I think about it, that helped me specifically was recognizing my patterns and being able to break them. And so the cycles that I would go through of wanting to give up or nobody's going to like this or those limiting beliefs that come up and the personal development work that I did was being able to reverse those limiting beliefs and rewrite the story, but also like understanding where they even come from. Um, because when it comes to personal development, like we're trying, we, we need to learn, we're trying to learn more about ourselves and why we do the things that we do. So when you understand your limiting beliefs, why you feel that way, you actually can see like how it connects to other things and how it affects your life in ways that you don't even um, realize. So if you want to build a business that's financially successful and feels really fun, you have to be able to identify those limiting beliefs and have a, a toolkit or like a, a process of undoing these and telling yourself a new story and sticking to that story and being consistent. And I, that's why I love like journaling for this and really looking inwards meditation. You create a fun business by unblocking all of those in those all those ways that you're limiting yourself of I can't do this or I can't do that I would love to know as an online business owner what does your lifestyle and like working hours look like now compared to when you first started yeah so when so technically like I had an online business when I was a social media manager and I was a virtual assistant and my life then I was balancing I was I was working at the restaurant still and I was like trying to do both I really wanted to be full-time but I didn't have the capacity but I was so miserable at work so I would like work and then I would try to cram in um online working hours and then I was just ended up miserable but um I was working so much even though I was working online I still felt like a slave to my business like even when I wasn't working my brain like was taking up the mental capacity of thinking about work so I thought that like stressing about work was um considered working so <laughs> yeah, <I feel> that. <laughs> yeah yeah it like counts for something somehow so like for that year like I gained a bunch of weight I was super miserable I stopped exercising I just like how do I make money and so my business was like obviously not fun even though I thought I had my dream business of online and now business is so fun. I prioritize myself. As a coach, I have to be an example. I have to be a leader. And so taking care of myself is first and foremost important. And so putting that priority on there helps me like, okay, I start my day at eight or nine and I have to get up and and shower and get ready and like exercise. And um, I have I have routines to keep myself mentally well. And my working hours look like I, yeah, maybe like four, four to six hours, um, Monday through Friday, I schedule appointments throughout my days. Like I love the flexibility that I get to have and having a photography business as well. I can schedule things anytime I want. So this, the flexibility, like I know that not everyone, um, has this, but it is so worth it. And it's so much easier than I ever thought it would be and more fun, like getting to create programs and calling that work or doing podcast episodes and calling that work is 
unbelievable. I'm so blessed. I would love to know like what your morning routine is because this is something that I've like gone back and forth with for so fucking long because part of me is like, yes, I understand it's going to put me like in a good mindset and like set me up energetically for the day. But then I'm like, I'm also so fucking short on time. So do I just get up and work or do I work less and do the morning routine? And I'm like, I just can't find a happy medium because I'm like, if I want to do a morning routine, it has to be all of this, like multi-steps, like have my water, meditate, journal, like all of these things. So I'd love to know like what your morning routine is. Yeah, no, I totally, totally feel you. I used to just wake up and put my robe on and start working. Like I thought like, um, I think Alex Hormozzi is like, just work, just get up early and work. And so I like had that in my brain and I was trying to do that, but no, I have <laughs> to take care of myself. <laughs> so I, I get up at like seven and you know, it doesn't look the same every single day, but one of my non-negotiables is journaling. Like I... I, I have I've always had a hard time with consistency until this year and journaling has been my one consistency. So I get up, I make sure to shower and like wear no- normal clothes because it's so easy for us to not do that. Yeah. So <laughs> um now that it's becoming summertime, like I'm gonna go outside, I'm gonna have my coffee outside. I'm going to um let's see what I do. I'm trying to have breakfast, even if it's just a bowl of cereal, like, which is a huge deal for me. I don't usually eat breakfast, but I think I, I, I see Carol and she's like, you're not eating, like we're canceling, not eating breakfast. So I'm like, it's me. (laughs) That's literally me. So, um, I journal before I start working. Like that is just the one thing that I make sure to do because when I journal, I check in with myself and I see where my headspace is at. And I see, what is bothering me that day. Um, and it also helps me get um, inspiration and I hype myself up in my journal. <laughs> That's something that I've been doing recently. Cause like I too have always struggled with consistently journaling. Like I've been journaling for years. Like I probably started uh, for as long as I can remember, even as a kid, like my mom would like always make sure she had diaries for me. Um, so it's something I've always done like regularly but like not every day um but something I've been doing recently instead of writing because I am so like my schedule is so all over the place like some days I'll get up at five and I'll go straight to the gym or other days I'll just get up at seven and have like three hours in the morning with like nothing to do so what I've been doing instead of like writing is like sending myself voice notes um in Voxer like to myself and I found that to be not like better but just like very different and I can have better I think the best way I can say it is like call myself out when I'm lying to myself a lot easier when I'm like saying it out loud versus writing I'll just like write and like lie to myself about (laughs) how I'm feeling but if I'm saying it out loud I'm like no that's not true (laughs) so that's been really interesting have you ever done like verbal I I don't even know if you could call it verbal journaling but that's what I've been calling it (laughs) That is so fucking cool. No, that is amazing. I've never even thought of that. I I love that idea though. I love writing. I've always loved um writing. So for me, I prefer that and I do still like I have a structure that I I do my journaling. But actually first I 
the only thing I've done similar to that is I, I say I recorded my affirmations using this app um, called Parrot and then I play it to myself. And so I am listening. I hearing myself saying these words and I, it's literally ingrained into my brain, even though I stopped listening um, to it. I should do it again. But I think your voice, like it gives you that hit of dopamine or something that reality. <laughs> yeah, I've been doing that exact thing like with um, in Voxer as well. Like I've recorded like a visualization thing and I've just added it to my favorites and I've been listening to that every day. And like, oh, it's just been so different compared to like reading my journal entry. And like, I've always been natural like a natural writer I'm a very good writer that's why my captions and like all my posts are always so long and I've got way more written content than like speaking content and that was actually why I started the podcast originally um was specifically to get better at speaking because it's not that I don't know what I'm saying but like actually speaking it out loud has been the biggest challenge for me so then now doing like journaling out loud as well I think is just like a necessary step in my evolution as like someone that needs to be confident in their voice. Oh my gosh. Yeah, no, I, I totally, I feel like we're really similar in that way because, um, I would much rather write than speak, but then when I start talking, I can talk for a long time, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but I was going to say when it comes to journaling, like some people, uh, they think it's just like a brain dump, but like there's an actual structure, a way to like do transformational journaling. Do you have like a, a certain way that you journal? No, and I think that's probably why I haven't been very consistent with it. But the way that I've been doing it recently is um, rather than just like me writing, I will ask myself a question and like answer it because that's the biggest thing. I'll open my journal and be like, I've got so much I want to say. I don't even know where the fuck to start. Whereas now if I like just start with a question and that's kind of how I've been using Voxer as well, like plugging in as a client as if I was talking to a coach and then answering it like the coach. Oh, that's cool. Oh, that's That's cool. Okay. The thing with journaling is um, the way to make it transformational is, or one way that I do it is I write down, what does my success look like? And I write down everything, all my goals or whatever I'm I'm wanting and visualizing all that stuff. And then the next question is what is holding me back? Why can't I have this? And I invite all of the fear and doubt, all of the limiting beliefs to the surface. And then I journal all those out. And even as I write them, like I know this isn't true, but I still have to, I still have to write it and get it out. And then the next prompt, I um, disprove it. I, 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 I write down evidence that all that stuff is wrong. And I hype myself the fuck up with some affirmations and um, I, I need structure in my life. I love organization. So I, I follow this every single day. Yeah. I love that. You should make like a, like a little downloadable PDF for like your journaling process. Oh, I kind of, I do. I have it in picture. Oh. I should do that. Yeah, I have it. Okay. Thank you. Validation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so for the people wanting to start an online business or transition their business more online, what would you say is the first thing that they should focus on to set themselves up for success? Um, okay, so this is going to sound biased, but this is literally what I did. So I'm just telling you my story. Um <laughs> So like I, I mentioned before, I, w- I would get stuck in the cycle of giving up when things got hard. And so 
I always try to do things on my own. I always try to DIY. Like, I don't need nobody. I can figure this out. It's going to be easy. And (laughs) what I did this time, I was like, okay, I'm starting my online business. And this is really fucking important to me. Like, this means so much to me. I need to do it right from the beginning. Like, I'm not going to mess around, waste my time trying to figure out what, what works and what doesn't. And I hired a coach and I joined a mastermind and I believe like this mastermind in particular and this coach, she specifically helped me build the foundations of my business. Like straight from the, from the start, like I knew what was going to be important and what wasn't. And she was always there to be like, like we were said earlier, like, I thought I needed another program because this wasn't selling, but she's like, no, you just need to learn how to sell this one. Like we need to, to nail down the foundations before we go all ham and then get all disappointed when things don't work out. So the thing that set me up for success was investing myself, but obviously I had to bet on myself to, in order to do that. And then I picked, you know, I picked the right coach for me. I had an amazing experience and I was able to learn a bunch of skills that I can take on in my business journey of the, like the reversing limiting beliefs, like really did it really, really affected me. And I believe it has led me to my success now because, um, it's all about the inner work. And that's really what I learned when I invested was that it's about what's going inside and what's going on inside my head and my soul and making sure all that stuff aligns. I love that. That kind of leads into my next question because I think the people that have had a coach will have I'd say the same answer for this but for those that don't it's kind of something that they continue to like put off or like oh when I'm when I'm gonna do this I'll get a coach then so when would you say is the best time for somebody to get a coach um my uh, my opinion and like what what like how it worked out for me was that I decided I was ready for a coach when I was done settling for my current reality. I was done settling for my current situation. I was I wanted to see a brand new result and I wanted to try a different a way of doing things that I'd never done before. And I decided that I was ready for my dream life. I was ready to have what I was meant to have and the 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 key in this is like it's not a good time to hire a coach when you're like suffering when you're like feel like a piece of shit and you're miserable and you're like a coach is going to fix me it's going to help me um like that is not the time the time is like when you're ready to step into your next level when you're ready to um stop settling and uh have whatever it is that you really really want and so that's really important to um determine like where you're at right now are you is the coach going to fix you or is it is are they going to support you to your next level I love that answer that's not what I was expecting but I love it if you could give three tips to someone starting an online business or online brand what would they be um I think the first thing I would say is branding oh my god Uh, like brand don't skip branding (laughs) The way that your brand looks and feels and sounds like and all that stuff like is so, so important. Even if you have an amazing offer, even if you, um, your content is amazing, if it looks like shit, if you don't know who you are and how to let people in on that and let them see how amazing you are, the things that you value, you're not going to, 
create an audience to sell to. So branding is so, so important um, visually and energetically, um, figuring out who you are and how to show it to people, uh, create a representation so that when someone lands on your page, they know exactly um, if you're going to vibe or not. That's the best way for me to say that. My second tip would be to be unapologetic as fuck. Be as authentically you as possible. Um, you're going to create a business that is super fun to run and you're going to only attract people that are your people if you are this way. If you, this requires vulnerability. I, I really think that is key. That is how people are succeeding on social media. Social media is taking a different, um, social media is evolving and people want to see real people. They want to see the good, the bad, and the ugly. They especially love the ugly. <laughs> and unpolished, unperfect. So that is like being unapologetic is going to build you the most magnetic brand ever. And then lastly, I would say learning sales. Oh my God. You can do anything if you have a powerful brand. What well, actually, if you have a if you have really good branding and you're unapologetic and you use your voice, but you don't know how to sell, you're not gonna sell shit. Like Learning sales is going to help you monetize how amazing you are. It's going to, it's monetizing your gifts. And the more that you can, the more money that you can make, the bigger impact you can have. And the bigger business you're going to have, the more lives you're going to change. Branding is like one thing that I've not taken a course on. And I've kind of just, like, I I get the gist of it, but I know it could be better. That's like my next investment, I think, that I'm going to make other than, maybe like a mastermind because I've been in a mini mind but not a mastermind and I just want to be like in a group but yeah I'm still like I'm going off on a tangent now but with my brand because I do like so many different things and I'm trying to let parts of what I offer go I'm like how do I fucking work out what I want my brand to be and like what do I want to be known for when I'm in this awkward like transition phase of letting go like lashes and stepping into this new sort of area of business but also still needing lashes right now because that's like where my income is coming from so I feel like maybe I'll book a one-to-one with you so we can talk oh sweet yeah I also have um I just did a podcast did you see with Maria made in gone rogue she is a brand strategist and she is incredible as well. Um, but she really, I did the episode with her and it really taught me like branding is so much of understanding who you are and and all the things that make you you, the good and the bad. And I think to a good place to start with branding is learning your values. Mm. And yeah, I, I think you're doing an amazing job though. What are your current offers? What are you working on? What's available now? And how can people work with you? Yeah. So my signature program is called Sales Ignited. And it is the A to Z program that takes you from feeling uncomfortable to sell, not knowing what even to say to sell your stuff, to confidently selling every day online, having fun with it and being authentically you without doing anything like reading off of sales scripts or anything. So I have this thing called the passionate selling passionate selling strategy and you can literally start selling um, instantly just using your story. So I really love that program. I have, I'm adding so much to it. I want it to be, it's for the online entrepreneur that wants to launch their online business. And I even show you like how to make programs and 
um, all the all the things that you need to know. So I really am passionate about that one. That is my signature one and is launching officially really soon. Amazing. And then you've also got one-to-one. Yeah, I have one-to-one um, services with like Slack chat or uh, one-to-one with calls. And I just, I really love the one-to-one experience. You get the access to my program so that you can learn the strategy in there. And then you come into the container with me and then we implement it together. We work, we do the inner work and um, yeah, I just, I love diving deeper. I love intimate um, relationships with my clients. So yeah, one-to-one is a great place to be. Cool. And where can everybody find you? Um, you can find me on Instagram, uh, Uncensored CEO. Um, and yeah, I have my own podcast as well, Uncensored CEO. And yeah, send me a DM. Like I am always here. I love talking to you guys. And yeah, I'm so I'm so happy that you invited me on here. Thank you so much for coming on. This is like exciting. My first interview. Guinea, I was a guinea pig. <laughs> well thank you for coming on to the podcast it was so much fun chatting yes thank you so much thank you so much for listening to another episode of the profitable purpose podcast i would honestly recommend going back and listening to this again jen dropped a lot of uh insight there for anyone wanting to build any type of business but specifically a online business and brand and seriously stay fucking tuned for the next episode next week we have another interview um this was an interview that i recorded today and jesus christ so much good information and just so much insight and oh i'm not going to give too much away now but set your freaking alarms is all i can say but thank you so much for being here and i shall see you next week on the next episode Bye, guys.